So I have this habit of always having a radio on when I'm at home. I usually can't have one on when I'm in the office because I can't read or write very well with other noise, but not so at home. The very first thing that I do when I get out of bed in the morning is turn on my radio, which is always turned to AM 950, so I can get caught up on the news and the weather. When I'm doing chores and working in the kitchen, I have another radio station I listen to. And this one is always tuned to K-Love, a Christian music station. And one of the best things about K-Love is they have no commercials because they are a fully funded, listener-supported national radio station. And that is really cool. Until their fall and spring pledge drive. <laughs> I loathe these drives, and I just know that one is about to start any day now. When they run their pledges, there is way more talking and much less music. And there are always these annoying challenges being put out by the DJs about the number of callers they want to receive or the amount of money they are looking to have pledged in a certain amount of time. And they repeat their phone number over and over again. And sometimes they give you that number real slow, dragging out every digit. Eight, zero, zero, five, two, five, yeah, you get the picture, it's painful. And I hate to admit it, but they lose me as a listener during these times. I just wanna hear some music. I do not want to spend my time listening to someone ask me for money. So this is where y'all can call me a hypocrite, friends, because <laughs> welcome to stewardship season here in the church. I'm not really going to ask you for money. Well, not really, but maybe. But what I'm hoping to do is to inspire. I'm hoping to move us. I am hoping to encourage all of us to take a long, hard look at what it means to be faithful stewards of our time and our finances. And I'm hoping to do all this by painting a picture for you of what happens when we all do that. A vibrant, thriving church community is the result. And I'm hoping to be able to paint a picture of a thriving church community that changes the world. So let's just start with the basics. God is simply crazy about you. God altogether purely, wholly, totally loves you. That's it. And when we enter into an understanding of such miraculous love, we can't help but live out our lives in response. So how do we do this? We're going to get some ideas by looking back at our scripture reading from today and to remember these three words. Because, complete, and must. So here is a very quick paraphrase of what was read. Because God is love. Because he first loved us. And because he loves us, this love has been made complete in Jesus Christ.
And because he loves us, this love has been made complete in Jesus Christ, so now we must love one another. Because God is love, it has been made complete. So now we must. We must love one another. And speaking for myself, that is a challenge. There are plenty of people, whether it's someone that I know personally or someone I hear about the news for whom I just have no desire to love. And I'm thinking I'm not the only one. Just a wild guess. And I hate to say it, but there is nothing, nothing in scripture that is going to let me or you or us off the hook from this command. Nowhere in scripture is there an exception to this. Nowhere does it say that you don't have to love that guy who cut you off in traffic. Nowhere in scripture does it say you don't have to love her because she votes differently than you. Nowhere in scripture does it say you don't have to love them because they're Packers fans. <laughs> Kickoffs at noon. <laughs> Whoever, I stand corrected. Whoever loves God must love their brother and sister. So what are we gonna do? We're going to try anyway, because after all, God who has given us everything has asked us to do so. And we're going to get better at this by walking closely with Jesus in whom God's love has been made complete. And we are going to learn more about him and his teachings and his life and try and do our best to imitate him. And in so doing, we are just gonna get better at loving one another. But here is the really cool part, the really cool part, is that as we get better at loving our neighbors out of God's love for us, the world, yes, the world becomes a better place. And this world needs a lot of bettering, does it not? I know that I have said this before and I am going to say it again because I am convinced this to be true. The church of Jesus Christ, by expressing the love of Jesus Christ, is the only institution, the only entity that has the power, potential, and purpose to make true, lasting changes in this world. The church is the only institution capable of being true world changers, and that's because of the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ, a gospel whose main message is love. A love that expresses itself in a variety of ways. And a love that knows no bounds to all who are willing to receive it. How do we respond to such love? Was the question Kelly posed in Wednesday's prayer blast. When society's norm is to tear others down to lift ourselves higher, we as Christ's church create a new norm of bridge building. We are called to lift one another up and create community, was her response. And you know what? You all have done a fantastic job at that. You all sitting in this sanctuary right now, all of those listed on that wall right over here, all of those who are teaching and learning right now in the classrooms, those unable to be here today, have already set the stage 
and created a sure and strong foundation of community here at Rosedale, almost 90 years worth. So now let's do what is next. Why stop here? And what's next is to love even greater and more extravagantly than we have thus far. To live out our faith with an even greater passion for Jesus and his mission in this world. To be a driving force within this community by showing our love for our neighbors in new, creative, and emboldened ways. I believe God has a vision for Rosedale and he sees us as being a place of growth. Where the mainline church is declining, we will no longer. I am not okay with the decline of the mainline church and I'm tired of personally using the excuse that it's just the culture we live in. I say let's no longer be okay with being a statistic. Everyone else is in decline so we're in good company, no. We're going to become a different statistic. I say let's buck the trend. I believe God sees Rosedale as being a place of growth, both spiritually and in numbers, because we are going to love courageously, because we are going to share the good news of Jesus Christ with others. And the good news is attractive, and it's comforting, and it's loving, and it is for all. And it is so needed right now. So let us not be afraid to share this message. Let us not be afraid to live out our faith. Let us not be afraid to invite others literally into worship with us, into mission and service with us, into study with us. Like Kelly said a couple weeks ago, let's go without fear. Invite others in. Let us make plans for growth and let us not be afraid to love the way Jesus has loved. Because we, as the church universal, have a message that all need to hear. It's time for us to be courageous and to say to others, hey, love is over here in Jesus. Love is expressed in the cross of Christ. Love is found in the church universal. Love is found here in the community of Rosedale. Because a love that changes the world is not going to be found in the next social media post. Love is not going to be found on one side of the aisle or the others in our halls of government. Love is not going to be found on the red carpet of Hollywood. Love is not determined by who sits on the Supreme Court or not. Love is going to be found within each one of us simply because we are going to step out in faith and without fear and love our neighbors as ourselves and point to Jesus every step of the way. <coughs> Yesterday, Kelly and I got to attend a preaching seminar with Tom Long as the keynote speaker. Now in a pastor's world, Tom Long is a rock star. Dare I say he is the Bon Jovi of preaching? <laughs> so this was really cool for us. The seminar took place at Kirk of the Hills Presbyterian Church in Bloomfield Hills. And this church is truly spectacular with its Gothic style architecture and lakeside property. I had a few moments in between sessions to sort of poke around their halls and to check things out. And honestly, it was hard not to be impressed 
and taken in by the building's beauty and all its stuff. And it was hard not to wonder what it would be like to work in an environment like that. And honestly, in that moment of wondering, I had this amazing surge of thankfulness walk over, wash over me. I was thankful for the job I have. I was thankful for the people that I get to serve. I was thankful for Rosedale, and I was thankful in knowing that I get to be a part of a church that has done amazing things in the community and is going to do even more amazing things in the very near future, all because we are working on loving our neighbors as ourselves. You know, we do have an abundance here at Rosedale. We have enough. We have a phenomenal building maintained by an amazing group of hardworking, dedicated volunteers and staff. We have a great bus that is a ministry in and of itself. We have a head pastor who puts your needs always ahead of her own. We have a wide variety of programs and activities for all ages and stages of life. We have ministries that feed people in our neighborhood and beyond. We have enough. So in my mind, we have set ourselves up beautifully to now do more. And we are going to do that by putting our money where Jesus' heart is. And his heart is in service and his heart is in pointing the world towards the love of God. And he has called each one of us to be partners with him in this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, his one and only beloved son, to show the world what true, sacrificial, life-changing love looks like. God has already done his part. Now it is time to do ours. So here's the deal. When we give all that we can to God, both financially and personally, when we buy into this understanding that giving as much as we can with joy, then Rosedale, as part of the church universal, will have all the resources it needs to carry out God's vision and command for loving our neighbor. It's an investment with immediate returns and eternal implications. God says to us, the more you love me, the more you'll trust me. And the more you trust me with your money and your time, the more opportunity I have to do amazing things with you and in your life. Friends, everything is changing around us. Everything the world over. And at times it feels chaotic and out of sorts, but God is not changing. His love is not changing. Throughout all of recorded history and beyond, God's love has not changed in Iota. His love is steadfast and sure and true. And there are so many people in our midst, in our daily lives, that just have absolutely no idea of this. But we have an idea. The Bible tells us so. Remember what the Apostle John has told us, because God loved us, his love has been made complete in Jesus Christ. So now we must love one another. And this love is truly a world-changing, life-giving, death-defying love that can only be found 
in Jesus Christ. I am so excited to see what is next for this congregation. I am so excited to be a part of what God has in store for all of us as we love without fear, as we give our money and time with courage, as we trust God, a God who, let's face it, is crazy about us. So now let's live it. Amen.